Hey, how's it going? Today I am talking about how to know what corral you're in when you get your event information for your Run Disney race. This is Running to the Castle, a podcast for injury-prone Run Disney runners on a journey to running magical miles. Join me, Dr. Allie, as I share the secrets I've gathered as a runner, doctor of physical therapy, and coach. You'll learn the exact ways I get my clients to the castle strong without feeling broken or held together with KT tape as they cross the finish line. At the time of recording this, it is Princess Half Marathon Weekend week. It is the week leading up to that race weekend. So if you're listening to this in real time, you are gearing up to go to Disney World. It also means that you just got your Run Disney event information in your email. It included your bib number. If you haven't gotten that information yet, go ahead and look in your email, look in your inbox, check your spam, because Run Disney sends out the event guide information with your bib number and the expo information leading up to race day. They usually drop it the Monday before the race, maybe sooner if the race starts earlier. So marathon weekend, I think it came out earlier than Monday, but for princess weekend, I know it came out on Monday. Okay, so how do you figure out your corral based on your bib number? And I'm here to tell you the disappointing information that you don't. So you could guess, there is some information out there. People will post like, Oh, I got bib number 679 for the half marathon and I was in corral B. It doesn't necessarily correlate completely. So here's the way I understand it works. And if I'm wrong, please somebody send me an email and correct me. But I'm pretty sure based on the information I have that this is how it goes. So now they have done away with the um, athletes with disabilities being solely in Corral A. They used to do that. They discontinued that this year. And so people in Corral A have proof of time that they are going to finish the event fast. So for proof of time, you definitely need it or if... You don't definitely need it. You do not, let me rephrase this, you never need a proof of time. You can submit proof of time. That's the better way of saying this. You can submit proof of time for the longer distance races. So 10K, 10 miler, half marathon, and full marathon. You don't need to submit proof of time for the 5K because that is an untimed event, okay? They aren't likely to sweep you. Yes, of course, if somebody is completely dead stopped in the middle of the race and they want to open the parks, yes, maybe they'll sweep you. But typically for the 5K, they they encourage you along. And as long as you're moving and keeping going, they will let you continue for the 5K. So you don't need a proof of time for that. For the other distances, if you submit a proof of time, you can get earlier corral placement. So that's typically corral A and part of corral B because there are lots of proofs of time. So it will go based on how fast you think you're going to go. So the people who think that they're really going to be fast are going to get in corral A. 
And then the, once corral A is all filled up, corral B will get some of those proof of timers. Also in Corral B are going to be club run Disney runners. They get a guaranteed Corral placement based on their run Disney level, the club run Disney level. So I have a client right now who's guaranteed Corral B based on her club run Disney um, category. I don't know what level she is, but I do know that she's guaranteed B placement every time. And we talk about this because I work with injury prone runners and those who are struggling with an injury, maybe you've never been injury prone before, but something happened during your race training. These are the type of people that I work with. So she, you know, we talk about, well, do you think that you can stay ahead of the well, the balloon ladies, are you going to stay ahead of that 16 minute per mile based on that last corral? And for this particular person, she said, it, it's fine because I'm definitely in B. After that, it's, it's just kind of random placement from my understanding. So I, I think it goes based on bib number past that. So C, D, E, F, the the larger the race weekend, the more corrals. But really, you don't know what your corral is going to be until you physically have your bib in hand. And you get that at the expo. Okay, so you won't know what your corral is until you have your bib in hand at the expo. It will say the letter in the top. And if you're doing a challenge, um, you know, like... Let's say you're doing marathon weekend, you get two bibs if you're doing dopey challenge. So you get a five and a 10K bib, I believe, and then a, ten, um, a half marathon and a marathon bib. So it will have multiple corrals on there, or it will have the corral based on the bib. That was confusing. So just look in the top corner of your bib and it will say what corral you go to. And they will check that. You can't move forward in corrals, but you can always move backwards. So let's say it's two of you running it and you got corral B, awesome, but your friend got corral C. Your friend cannot move up to corral B with you, but you can move from B to C to be with them if you guys want to run together. Okay, so disappointing news that you don't know what corral you're in until you physically have your bib in hand. You can go through all of the information and start guessing, but honestly, that sounds really anxiety-ridden. You know, a lot of people will say, well, I want to know my corral to ease my anxiety, but you can't control it. You know, like once you have your bib, if you are nervous that you're in corral D and there are only only goes to corral E, get to your corral early. Corral, corrals open at a certain time. Get to your corral as soon as it opens and be at that front of that corral, okay? But really you can't you can't really predict what corral you're in based on your bib number because people will give you know, their bib number and what corral they were in for wine and dine, but princess may be different. They may have changed things a little bit. That weekend may be bigger. Maybe they have more runners or maybe it's smaller. I don't know the exact numbers. So it's, it's 
you can get kind of a guess, but you don't know for sure. Okay, so wait until you get your actual bib in hand. Don't worry about it. If you're if you're thinking, oh, I I you know, I need to do something. I need to have control over something. Have control in your mind that you're going to get to your corral early. No matter what your corral is, you're just going to get there early to make sure you have ample time. That's the key because once you have your corral, that's it. You you can't move up. So let's let's use this as I'm just going to get there early and that's where I'm getting my control and controlling my anxiety from. Okay? As always, thank you so much for listening or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. If this information has been helpful, please leave a review. I would love to read those reviews, see what you're saying, what you're wanting to hear more about. And of course, if you didn't find this helpful, you can also leave a review about that. I'm not just looking for five-star reviews here. I want to make sure that this information is helpful for you. So please let me know, and you can do that by leaving a review. That tells the podcast platforms how you felt about it, and can if you liked it, it can push it out to more people who will also enjoy it. You can always find me on Instagram. I am at RunDisneyDPT. I am the Run Disney Doctor of Physical Therapy, Dr. Allie Marty. You can also check out my website, DrAllyPT.com. Talk to you soon.